Hello and welcome to another episode of Case Reopened. I am hosting today. My name is Kyle Bradford and joined with me as always is Tyler Therese. How are you doing, Tyler? Good. I I thought you would introduce our lovely co-host Colleen first. I thought it was ladies first. Do you have no manners? Uh, No, I have uh, manners. That's not my joke. I stole from Colleen earlier. Gee. Uh, Yes, but hello, (laughs) Colleen. That's okay. You can have it. Good. How are you guys? Uh, we are here to talk about Conan. In Oscar's talk, we're here yes, to talk about Joker. Let's not. Let's not do that. And Parasite. Good movie, but also maybe maybe later. <laughs> we're, we're here to talk about the classic films, Dracula. The classic, yes. Yes, because we have a very special uh, two-part uh, Conan episodes that we're dealing with today. Uh, Dracula's Villa Murder Case, both part one and part two. So strap in, everybody. Uh, the it's air date. Be a bumpy ride. Oh god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the air date for uh, this episode was January twenty sixth, nineteen ninety eight. Quite a while ago. What were you guys doing in nineteen ninety eight? Well, I was probably dead inside. At least been this way a while. Aww. How old were you? Six. Six? Oh, wait, I, w- I would have been five. I still have a month until I would have been six. Quite a life. Yeah, this is probably... What grade would you be in when you're six? Like, first grade or something? Yeah. I think so. Preschool. That or kindergarten? Yeah, it was cool. That's the You know, these were probably, like, the, the highest spot of my social standing, you know? Like, six years old. That was when everyone's when I was just a kid. Most respected. Because I wasn't, like reading subtitled anime yet so this is probably the peak <laughs> of yet. my coolness what uh what were you for halloween in 1998 uh maybe the teenage mutant ninja turtles wow yeah you were a nerd what no, about you how's Colin? that no 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 team and t was cool back then <laughs> yeah you would say that which okay which ninja turtle though mikey uh, you freaking if Gross. I was if I was Donatello, then I'd be a dweeb. Alright. Is Donnie the purple one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's all like, I if like to learn. If you're Leonardo, you're a cop. And uh Michelangelo is the red one, right? Red Raphael. Raphael. Raphael's yeah, got angry issues. This fake poser here. He doesn't know the teenage Mutant ninja turtles. I never said I liked this shit. I'm not a nerd. <laughs> I like Conan, like a real cool guy. Um, so I guess we should talk about Conan, since we're here to talk about Conan. Uh, the hint for this episode, by the way, is a Projector. Uh, and uh, in the opening little bit, they said, uh, Today's case involves a Western legend. Don't leave any regrets in your deductions. <laughs> I never understand these. I feel like 99% of the time they're like (laughs) some sort of Japanese whatever. I don't know. Well, see, Dracula is a story about regret. I don't know. I've never read Dracula. Have either of you guys read that? Bram Bram Stoker's? Stroker or Stoker? Stoker. Yeah, Stroker Stroker wrote the porn adaptation. Nice. Thanks. Nice. (laughs) I've never read it, though. The one with tentacles. The one with tentacles. (laughs) Uh, Morgan's read it. She likes it a lot. Have you read it, Colleen? I assume yes. You read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another nerd. Yeah, I like classic Just literature. literature. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan. The episode begins with Kogoro driving Ron and Conan to Dracula's manor. Uh, in quotes, by the way. Not uh, the real Dracula. He explains that the author Torakura Daisuke... I hope I'm saying that right, is famous for his vampire novels and that he's known as Mr. Dracula. Ron is impressed by how much her father knows about the author, but Conan finds the Monthly Horror Times magazine special on him showing where Kogoro got all this knowledge from. Classic Kogoro. Gotta love him. Pretending to be cool. Pretending to know stuff. Yeah, yeah why for Conan and, and Ron? <laughs> they already know. He's a nerd. He's a dork. I gotta say, I love you reading my notes. This is so much easier. Is it? Have somebody like <laughs> actually knows how to read, like hosting? My God, 
You should have done this I'm, ages I'm really ago. scared while I'm reading. I feel like a. You ever like do sight reading for music and you're like really paranoid that you're going to screw it up? That's how I feel when I'm just uh, reading words. You're a pro. You got this. That's fantastic. The trick is to read ahead. I can't do that. Whether it's notes or words. Oh, yeah, okay. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, Although I do feel like we're in the Twilight Zone. Yeah, this is strange. Kyle is reading your notes. Tyler. This is absolutely strange. Now I just need um, to get you to start taking the notes, and then this podcast—that's <laughs> so hilarious. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, okay, so the three of them finally arrive at Dracula's Manor and are greeted by Torakura's understudy, Todokuro Toshia. Kogoro notices a beautiful lady painting outside and is told that that is a uh, Torakura's wife, Etsuko. Yeah. When they enter the house, well, she, did you think she was hot? Etsuko? Yeah, the like type a, of broad you would have an affair with. What does that even mean? <laughs> Are you willing to whisk, uh, risk it all for her? Uh, no, there's only one woman in Conan that I love, and it's uh, Kogoro's wife. Oh, Aerie. Yeah, Aerie rules. <laughs> I love it. Good old what's her name. Yeah, <laughs> you know, truly in love. Don't know her name. Well, but... when you truly love minute, somebody, you, like, you don't need to know their name. Oh, yeah, that's an absolute fact. Yeah, it's probably more romantic yeah. if you don't. That's just a formality. Because when you find like things out about a person, uh, they kind of get less cool, you know. Like the the peak infatuation is when you can just let your mind paint everything in, and you don't have to actually know what they're like. You can pretend. Yeah, anonymous sex. That's yeah. that's the peak. <laughs> just uh. Anonymous. Didn't just make up their name. It's true. It's uh like whenever people wear masks in um, what's that movie called? The, the Tom uh, Cruise film. Yeah, eyes wide shut. Yeah, that's the peak. You can't get better than that, and it's just a fact of life. The scene um, where like Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman pretend to smoke weed is like one of the weirdest like parts of cinema because they're they're both good actors and they're so bad at pretending to be high. Like it had to be on purpose. Weird scene. Yeah, I wonder if uh, they were just paranoid. They didn't want to act too well, and they were like, "Oh, I don't want to get caught." Do you know what I mean? I can't let people know that I'm good at this. Yeah, I'm good at. Right, know. I've never done this. Before. Exactly. Yeah, it was a different time. You know, different uh, different regulations were in place. Now, Tom Cruise is probably incredible at smoking weed on screen. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> well, we'll see in the new Top Gun oh, movie. God, it looks so cool. <laughs> well, yeah, Tom Cruise, he's cool. Ugh. Tom Cruise would pl- be awesome in a Conan movie. Who would he play? And he's short enough to where he could play Conan. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. But he's a very tiny I'd buy man. It. I'd buy it. He is tiny. I don't know. I just don't know if he's, you know, as tall as someone's kneecap. <laughs> but uh, when they enter the house, uh, back to Conan, Kogoro meets uh, the monthly Horror Times editor-in-chief, Doi Fumio, and a North Kanto University folklore researcher, Hamura Shuichi, who specializes in vampire research. He's told that uh, Torakura is writing in his study. Uh, outside of it, Kogoro hears a scream, but it's just an old vampire movie that's playing. Torakura then makes a dramatic entrance as he is dressed like Dracula. Uh, very guys, spooky. Yeah, what'd you guys think of this asshole? Just walking around dressed like, <laughs> dressed like Dracula. Yeah. I didn't assume him to be such a bad guy at first. Like, obviously not to spoil anything. You but thought like he was just like a episode, LARPer? Yeah, I just thought he was trying to be cool, you know, yeah, for his guests. Cosplaying. Yeah, like, oh, this is going to be rad. I, I live in a castle. I'm going to act like I'm Dracula. I'm going to play, like, old movies all the time. My name sounds like Dracula. Torakura. <laughs> like, not to get too far ahead of us, but when it when it's revealed, like, how his wife got together, it all made sense because only a dude that's not getting any action would buy a, like vampire castle and then dress around like this like these are not the decisions made by a man that is sexually active (laughs) because these are the type of fantasies i have kyle oh really you want to act like dracula or do you have a different persona that you would take well see i'm a little bit of a a werewolf myself (laughs) (laughs) i just imagine you're shirtless walking around the house (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> very hairy of course we've all seen it uh torakura explains that he always dresses like dracula uh, and watches horror films as he writes uh, he asks kogoro to investigate his wife who he believes is having an affair uh kogoro is bummed out by the case 
excuse me. Uh, here, let me restart. Kogoro is bummed out by the case at first, but when a million yen is offered, he gladly accepts. It starts to storm, so Torokuro offers to lodge Kogoro and his family for the night. Uh, Todakuro then serves everyone tea after cooking a meal for them and says that he happily does housework since he's being allowed to study under Torokuro. Uh, the author tells his understudy to bring wine and a movie to his under to his study and leaves for the night. Uh, Todakuro then offers to show Ron and Conan around, saying that there are plenty of props from Dracula movies. Conan asks about a nearby stairway that is told that it's a reference room full of Dracula books. In the prop room, Todokura takes out an old British film called Banquet of Fresh Blood and shows off a wooden stake from the film that is used to kill Dracula. Conan then smells oil paint and finds it odd since there aren't any paintings. Before leaving, Todokuro asks Ron to check the windows and make sure they're closed. So uh, what did you guys think of Todokuro, this weirdo? He was the nice guy, right? Uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, he was super sweet. He was always, like, taking care of everybody. Yeah. He was a good cook. Well, that was my first impression. I mean, just like Ron and Conan, they were like, oh, he's so nice and taking care of everything. So the way that this episode goes, I was just, like, very surprised by the end of it. Nice people disgust me. Yeah. Although I did, I was sort of suspicious of him because he was nice, but the backstory mm-hmm. that ends up happening, like, totally was not what I was yeah, expecting. Yeah, it all makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think about like how specific he was about like the windows being closed and taking the tour and all of that? Did anybody like pick up on anything or was it all just sort of like whatever? Yeah, he seemed weird. He seemed weird just being very specific about it and making sure the guest checked it. It seemed mm-hmm. like he was building up an alibi like oh, I'm going to make, make Ron check this so everybody can know. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, Shuichi gives Ron a background on Dracula and talks about how many real people were as feared as the fictional character. Uh, Todokura returns and asks Conan to play some cards with him, and after he checks that all the doors are locked. Uh, the editor explains that he introduced Todokuro to the author as he thought that Todokuro had talent, even though he prefers fantasy novels. Disgusting. Who likes fantasy? Ron asks if the wife in uh, Shuichi, if they want to play cards, but they both decline. Shuichi returns and listens to Mori's tales while the editor goes to the restroom. So we have a full cast of characters in this. Uh, did you guys find them memorable? Um, was there anyone besides Totokuro that was uh, standing out to you or anything like that? Absolutely not. Yeah. I liked the fat chubby man. <laughs> the uh, He was funny. The editor-in-chief. Yeah. I thought he was a goofball. He just seemed like a silly man. I really man. wanted it to be him. It would have been funny. <laughs> it would have been funny. <laughs> like the least uh, expected guy. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, the clock strikes midnight and Ron says that she'll be going to bed. Todokuro says that his master isn't answering his phone and Fumio says that he'd never be able to sleep this early. Uh, they all check on him and find that the door is locked. The wife hears the commotion and they remark that they can still hear the movie projector despite the movie having ended a while ago. They go outside and try to get his attention and find footprints in front of his window. They then find the author dead on a cross with a freaking stake through his heart. That was pretty Very cool. Very theatrical. Uh, uh, yes. Definitely one way to put it. <laughs> definitely cool. one way to put it. Very metal. <laughs> what a way to go. Yeah, yeah. Very metal way to go. What would you think if you were murdered in that sort of fashion? Uh, that I definitely deserved it and I had it coming. Like for somebody to stage it. <laughs> that elaborately and so poetically it's like uh you can't even argue with it you're like eh, i had that coming yeah be a little honored too right like what an effort to go through just to kill you yeah like you don't just want somebody to put a gun in your face and blow your brains out you want somebody to like put a little effort into it put a little thought so i appreciate yeah, this is it. Make a lasting this impression is a sweet... yeah uh, i would appreciate this like in my last words i'd be like you know what pretty cool not gonna lie <laughs> Uh, Kogoro remarks that the door was locked and that the culprit must have used the window to enter the room since it's impossible to climb the nearby cliffside. Uh, it's essentially a locked room murder despite the window being open as there were no footprints leading up to the room. Todokuro called the police, but of course, due to an avalanche, the road is blocked so they won't be able to arrive until the next day. That never happened. Classic uh, <laughs> Yeah. Why does this always happen? I don't understand. I feel like the cops could arrive and it would still be a you know classic two-parter, but 
that's the case. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like they had more murders to go on here. So, like, this really made no sense right. to why, like, you couldn't just have the cops there. Yeah, I, d- I don't really understand it structurally, but... Listen, you know, we, we say it all the time. Um, Gosho Oyama, he's a, he's a bit of a hack. He doesn't know what he's doing. Um, so just give him a Well, slack, you, you know, say that all the time, but... No, that's a rule of the podcast. Uh, I'm the host now, so uh, that's just... So you, know, you make the rule. Uh, that's rule number one. <laughs> uh, so there's a projector going on uh, that's, like, projected uh, on the cross that... What is this guy's name? Uh, Totokuro, right? No, that's the other guy. The dead guy. Tora- hanging up on a cross. Yeah, Totokura. Yeah, Totokura. Yeah, Totokura. So he's dead on a cross. There's a projector showing at him. And Conan wonders why the projector was turned on to light the body. And Shuichi explains that it mirrors the last scene of the movie that Totokura brought. Uh, Kogoro says the rigor mortis is already sent in. So it's been de- he's been dead for over an hour. And he finds an injury on his head, meaning he was knocked out first. So he was bonked right before. Uh, Totokoro points out that the steak is the same from the collection and Conan remarks that he doesn't smell the oil paint anymore. Due to the locked windows and the lack of footprints, the culprit has to be an insider. Conan finds a piece of branch on the floor, but Kogoro dismisses the evidence. Uh, Kogoro says that Shuichi had the time to go to, to go to the study and steal the steak, but says it wasn't possible for him to go to the study. However, Conan says that he could have gone to the second floor and walk on the roof above the hallway. So Shuichi says he'd have to walk past the living room to get there, so it's impossible. So who did you guys think was the the villain early on? We have this we have this impossible crime here. Shuichi seemed like a dick, so it seems like he was really flaunting that, like, oh yeah, it was me, but you'll never be able to figure it out. Yeah, so that's yeah, where I am. I felt fall. like Shuichi was a guy that definitely like was having sex, and we learn later on that he does. So I feel like he wouldn't be the type to be on edge and commit murder. Is that the only people that commit murder? Yes. He didn't look like he was on edge, though. He looked quite smug about it. Right, so he wouldn't have committed the murder. Yeah, you're only on edge if you're not... See, when when you're not getting action, you start dressing up like Dracula. You know? Right. So he did it to himself. (laughs) Yeah, maybe He just wanted some attention. Yeah, he just wanted some attention. He was feeling cool. He wanted to die like a vampire would die. He's just cosplaying all the way to hell. That's dedication to the craft, too, since he's an author. That's right. Honestly, respect it. Colleen, I feel like you would be able to answer this since you have a good memory. So this wasn't in this case, but there's definitely a Conan episode where somebody's sleeping in a coffin. Have we covered that already? Um, Not... Uh, not the episodes that I was on with you guys. Yeah, I don't think you guys covered it yet. This isn't ringing a bell for me either. I think it's later on then, because there's definitely a case for some dude sleeping in a coffin, and, and it's because I, I thought this was this episode after I learned it was a Dracula episode. I was like, oh, it must be that weirdo. But uh, apparently, we still have him to come later on. Yeah, this is interesting. Is he just taking a snooze, or is he like? Yeah, he just a, takes a snooze. Cool guy. <laughs> I love him. And then, spoiler, uh, he winds up dead in the coffin. Who would have thunk? Oh, God. Uh, okay, so Kogoro then blames the wife uh, and says that it couldn't. Have, uh, it would have been easy for her to drop a rope. F- uh, sorry, this is confusing. So Kogoro blames the wife uh, and says that it would have been easy for her to drop a rope to Shuichi for him to then get upstairs if she was an accomplice. Uh, she finds this to be ridiculous and says there is no reason for her to kill her husband. Uh, Kogoro then brings up the affair and accuses the two as lovers. Uh, Shuichi admits to it and says that they're deeply in love. Uh, she says she never loved her husband and that she married him due to an arrangement where Torakura lent her father money in exchange for her hand in marriage. Uh, she later learned that her father's company was going through rough times due to Torakura and it was all his plan. He had threatened to destroy the company if she divorced him, but she says she still didn't kill him. Man, so that's this interesting. Dude's very smart. I wish I could just buy a woman <laughs> like this, Kyle. That's what you wish. <laughs> yeah. First, you all. need to be like a so rich that you're megalomaniacal. You know. I'm on my way. You got to make some uh, good horror novels first. Wow. But of course, we'll as we'll learn, even that. You know, he he cheated his way through that too. 
You'll still have to ruin said woman's father's company. Can you do that, Tyler? That's a big ask. Hmm. Yeah. Colleen, what does your father do? Oh my god. <laughs> a test case. He he does have his own business. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Let's just move on. <laughs> Step number one. <laughs> so uh Kogura says that he has proof, however, and says Shuichi's footprints should be on the roof. However, they are none, and Conan is just as shocked as Kogoro that this wasn't how the murder was perpetrated. Could it be the culprit really flew like a vampire? Oh. Yeah, it was funny oh, nice. because, like, Conan was so proud of Kogoro here. He was like, man, he's really on the ball sweet. today. His yeah. deduction's on the money. Just let him go. And then he's, This one, Kogoro's yeah, got Yeah, is as wrong as always. <laughs> uh, so then Conan's next hint as this episode ends is a uh, paint. So Ron says, uh, next episode is my dad's famous deduction. Uh, and then Conan says, don't you mean famous sleep? Ha ha ha. I think there's another, another Japanese, Japanese pun. Yeah, fucking, I'll never know. <laughs> so uh, uh, then we hit to the part two of the two-parter, which aired February 2nd, 1998. Um, so the little bit in the beginning here says, uh, quote, today is the second half of the Dracula case. The trick will be exposed before daybreak. Ooh, more alliterations or whatever. Uh, sometimes I hate Conan, you know? Why do you hate Conan? <laughs> He's just such a freaking dork, you know? Like, You're not uh, wrong. I just, sometimes I wish he would shut up. Anyways. <laughs> well, that'd be uh, a Conan really recaps. short show. Listen, you know, do your job, solve the case, but like, I don't know if we need these, you know, long speeches at the end. Um, I liked the one at this one, though. To be honest, we'll get there. Oh, yeah. There you uh, go. So Conan message. recaps the case to this point. Do what? Just a social message at the end. Oh, yeah. I just, uh, it's very poetic, you know? Yeah. I, I liked it quite a bit. That nerd. Uh, so, <laughs> the nerd. So uh, Conan recaps the case to this point, and uh, then it picks up where the last episode ended. So Shuichi calls Kogoro's wrong deduction some comedy, and Conan notices grooves in the snow above the roof over the collection room. Uh, so Kogoro takes pictures of the body, and Conan starts thinking about the oil paint he sniffed. He sniffs the steak, and it doesn't smell, but it does get chastised by Kogoro for being a weirdo and sniffing corpses. <laughs> which I, to be all, yeah, to be fair, I guess is, you know, that's very good. What would you do if a small child just started sniffing this dead body? Uh, I'd probably start asking questions like, where are your parents? What are you doing? That that sounds like some sociopathic behavior, right? I don't know. Maybe you want to get a good smell for death, you know? <laughs> you want to get a good smell? So you can smell it coming, you know? Smell it coming. <laughs> like you're 80, and then suddenly you get that whip, like, oh, here it comes. Yep. It's my time. <laughs> I was thinking more like avoiding accidents, you know, like... Like you're, you're walking like along the street. Like a spider sense? You kind of smell. You smell that death coming on. So oh, like the final the destination? And then the, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you just sniff it, and then you move. Yeah. Oh, good. I think you just made uh, up a premise for an anime. Yep, the death smeller. Death smeller. <laughs> oh, yeah, he goes and fights uh, the guy from Death Note. Yep. You can't beat that nose. You can smell him killing people. Yep. Yeah. I've never seen Death Note. Don't even really know what it's about. It's good. Huh? We'll see. I'll never find out. I'll never find out. Kogoro goes over the series of events, and Conan notices that the seal on the wine bottle was never broken. So Kogoro says that the wife had no alibi during that time, and Shuichi says that he went down to the archives and has no alibi either. So um, they also explain that the editor, the editor-in-chief, the fat stubby man, he was gone for about 20 minutes, which is also enough time to commit the crime. So uh, Conan points out or that take, the take like a really solid shit, you know. I mean, yeah, I was thinking about this when the episode was airing. I've had twenty-minute-long poos, you know. I don't know why that makes anyone suspicious. Yeah, Colleen, how how? <laughs> What's your bowel movement like? <laughs> Jesus, what very healthy. You, thank you. That's good. Are you are you eating right, Tyler? Do you get enough fiber in your diet? Uh, I'll pass. Okay, so no, no. 
A lot of blood go, lately. Uh, no, I'm joking. Warm lemon water in the morning. <laughs> Is that really like a life hack? It'll help. Yeah, things yeah. moving. <laughs> <laughs> and then you put some garlic in there so it keeps the vampires away. You'll be solid. You'll be, oh. you'll be set. Right. But then that'll cover the smell of death. So, you know, pick your own battles. True. Very true. I don't want to see it coming. I just want it to happen. No, you'll smell it I don't coming. know why anyone would want to see that. Well, that too, you know. <laughs> I just, I don't want to smell it coming. I don't want to see it coming. I don't want to sense it. You know, if the guy from Final Destination starts screaming at me to get off the plane, I'd be so mad because then I'd just be like, you could have shut your mouth and we all could have just died in an instant and it would have been fine. But now, like, everybody's paranoid about it and we have to deal with that until we die. Not a good way to go. I'm just saying. I'm going on a tangent here. I'm sorry. What are we talking about? Where are we at? Detective Cannon. <laughs> we were talking about the editor-in-chief maybe going to the bathroom for 20 minutes. That's right, his bowel movements. So, uh, yeah, they were suspicious of him because he took a 20-minute-long poo. Uh, although, yeah, if you're asking me, you know, that's fine. Don't, don't. Maybe he's got IBS, too, you know? Like, you're just judging this guy. We don't know his lifestyle. He's ah, short, like stubborn. friend of the show, Gabe Gerwin. Gabe has a IBS? <laughs> yeah. Why did you just shout out to him like that? <laughs> this is my first time hearing about this person, and now I know so much. Like, I've barely had Gabe. any interactions with Gabe, and now I just know he's got IBS. <laughs> yep. Poor dude. That's like his two defining attributes. What's the second Wait, one? So what's the other one? He's Jewish. Oh. <laughs> Jewish and has IBS. Oh. He sounds like a character from, like, a... Oh, what's the guy's name? Oh, I fucked it up now. Um, he makes movies. He's problematic. Woody Allen? He's Jewish. Yeah, he sounds like a Woody Allen character. Oh, yeah. He's a big fan. Uh, <clears throat> so, anyway, hi, Gabe. Um, I hope you're doing well. Uh, if you're listening to this on the toilet, you know, do your best. Uh, I know there's some medication that can help, but, like, warm I, lemon I understand water. the struggle. Yeah, warm lemon water, that'll help. Um, yeah, congrats congrats on uh, starting to write for GameSpot, too. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, shout out to Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Conan points out that the two could have had uh, handed off the stake when they uh, were together, and that's when some of the papers fall on the ground because uh, the fat stubby guy starts, you know, getting in uh, Kogoro's face, so Kogoro gets pushed back a little bit. Pushes papers all over the floor. Uh, the papers turn out to be manuscripts that were sent to the editor by fans. Uh, Shuichi says that he heard rumors that Torakura had stolen ideas from the other writers. Uh, and Kogoro asks the editor if that's true. Uh, Fumio clean, comes clean and says that Torakura's talent has uh, dried up for several years. <clears throat> More burps. Excuse me, everybody. I ate a... Uh, I ate... Like 30 pizza rolls. It was delicious. It was delicious. How many are in a pack? Is that like more than a one pack? Oh, I don't know. We had like a big one. We had one of those giant ones. So like Like a family size. I suppose so. I didn't make a big dent into it. I made like maybe a quarter of them. I don't know. But I baked them. the 90 count. Is that it? The 90? You're you're living on the edge. Listen, you know, when uh, when you're living this large... You get the 90. And you make the big bucks. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you just drink some lemon water and you'll be fine. <laughs> 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 so, uh, Torakura's talent been dried up for a long time. Seven years ago, apparently. Uh, Fumio was in debt, but Torakura paid it off in exchange for passing him submitted novels. So I really, uh, I really relate to Torakura at this point because... I've also been out of talent for several years, and I've just been hacking along for the past couple of years and making more money because of it, Kyle. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I would have said that, like, I, I would have been surprised that you ever had talent, which is the interesting bit. So, uh, yeah, it sounds a little bit heartbreaking. I'm, so, I'm sorry that you lost it, but uh, maybe one day it'll come back to you. We'll, we'll keep waiting. Um, I'm here for you, pal. In the meantime, Kyle will send you some pizza rolls. Yeah, I got pizza rolls. I'm living large. I got the 90 pack. <laughs> I'll mail them all the way over to you. And uh, some lemon water, too. Help your little tummy. Thanks. Help your little tummy. 
Oh, no. And then yep. Sonico, Sonico will be there. <laughs> oh god, how long has it been since we've done the Sonico bit? Not long enough. I think this should come back uh, every episode. Yeah, it should be a daily bit for us. Yeah, Re- reoccurring. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I see how it is. Okay. <laughs> Kyle says daily, he's like, oh, I don't know if I can handle that much. I don't even want to talk to you every day. That's fair. I don't want to talk to me either. Um, where are we at here? Okay, so so this is where stuff's starting to heat up. Fumio says that uh, if one really has a motive, it is Totokuro, as he was Torokuro's ghostwriter. <gasps> oh! Oh! <laughs> Which I find hilarious, because not only is he stealing written work from students but he also has his own ghostwriter uh so this is why torakura started writing fantasy novels as of late um Totokoro admits to being the ghostwriter but says that he doesn't have a grudge in fact he has a reason why he couldn't kill him uh his sister kaori has kidney issues and torakura has ensured that she receives proper treatment in exchange for uh being his ghostwriter so kogoro remarks how terrible a person the author was and Shuichi compares him to uh, a real vampire. Yeah, this convinced me here. I was like, because I was suspicious of uh, Tedakura at first, but now I was like, oh, maybe he's innocent. Like, why would he jeopardize right. his sister here? Yeah, it really uh, complicates things a little bit if you have any theories going on. Yeah. Because uh, I thought the same thing a little bit too, but I don't know how he would have circumvented that. And uh, a little bit frustrated at how they sort of write that out, to be honest, but. I don't know. We'll get there when we get there. Uh, more uh, alliteration. Compares him to a vampire. Wow. Mm. Beautiful poetry. Goshoyama. He's uh, he's working overtime. Maybe he has a ghostwriter. Uh, wow. Uh... Now, it's important. <laughs> so, I think it's safe to say you believe this is a manga adaptation. Oh, I just assumed because it's a two-parter. Is it not? It's anime original. <laughs> Holy no. shit. <laughs> yeah, I love how you and I, Tyler, we're like at the same time. Like maybe we should break it to him. Yeah, so Yama did. I don't know how to feel. of sorts here. Fuck. Yeah, that's true. I guess the anime is the Ghost Rider for Gosha Yama. Yeah, he has another hack filling in. Damn. I don't know how to feel then. <laughs> I truly am like conflicted. <laughs> Can um, you go on with the, parts of this... the episode? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I got to call it quits, you guys. This is too much. I got to go think about this. I gotta eat eat the other rolls. 60 pizza rolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eat the other <laughs> 60. In the bathroom by myself. Do you put them in your pockets like Napoleon Dynamite does the tots? You just have uh, the pizza rolls in there? No. <laughs> I don't. Uh, although they would fit really n- snug in like a shirt pocket. Yeah. And y- you could just have them. Right there. It wouldn't be as gross either, right? Like, you're not getting the denim lint if you're in jeans. Yeah, just think about it a little bit. Or maybe a Ziploc bag. Perfect for on-the-go snackage. On-the-go snackage. You know where where it would keep the most warm? Right next to your tummy? No, no, no. A little bit further south. Oh, I was going to say under the armpit. Nah. You don't eat what's under your armpit, Colleen. We have standards. (laughs) Debatable. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tots from the underpit, underpits. I don't think so. From my pants, though? Absolutely. What if they were cheesy tots? Even better. I don't know. They get like a. Well, they'd have hairs. from under cheese as well. They all got melty and ooey gooey. A little bit of hair stuck in there. A little bit of bottle, like uh, your deodorant smell. If you put it under your armpits, I mean. Which is also cheese. I use cheese smelling deodorant. So. Cheese oh, so smelling deodorant. Set. Yep. What's a cheese smelling deodorant? Like, what, uh, smell would it be a. Man. Yeah, but what kind of cheese? Uh, sharp cheddar? It's a four mild? cheese, man. It's a mozzarella. Four che- some not blue cheddar, cheese. Some prevalence, some parmesan. Those cheeses do not mix very well. You say that. But wait until you get a whiff of this. Why couldn't you just pick Mexican blend or uh, 
or pizza with a little bit. So it's like the mozzarella, but it's got like Italian seasoning in there. So Conan is still trying to figure out how the culprit got to the study unnoticed. Uh, Conan then wonders why they killed him with the steak as it limits the number of suspects. He goes back to the collection room and smells the oil paint again. Uh, he then figures something out about and uh, finds a plastic bag in the closet. So Kogoro is searching for a secret passage in a room as Conan returns. I love this Conan- bit because he's just like Fonzie from Happy Days and he's just <gasps> knocking every part of this uh, room trying to find something to pop out. He seems so desperate. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen Kogoro like this before. Maybe I we thought, have. But. I thought you were going to say that you'd never seen Happy Days. And I was like, what? No, no, hey. no, no. I'm cultured. <laughs> Can you do that again, Colleen? Do I have to? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't come through. Uh, I need to hear it again. Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, That's Fonzie. For anybody who was wondering why I was doing mm, that. Who doesn't know? Who's the guy that plays Fonzie? What's his name? Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Yeah, coincidentally, this is also the episode that our podcast jumped the shark as well. Ooh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> we try to freshen up for ratings by having Kyle host the show, and that was a step too far. Uh, yeah, this is a, a train wreck, but you know the kind where you can't turn away. Yeah, watch you know? those downloads uh, plummet. It's going to be fantastic. And then we'll all be free. (laughs) That's really what this is about. (laughs) Freedom. (laughs) Okay. So uh, Kogoro is searching for a secret passage in the room when Conan returns. Sorry, he said that. uh... So Conan says he understands the motive now, but isn't sure why the projector is still playing uh, or was playing. He uh, then climbs atop the blackout screen and finds cellophane tape. Uh, so that sort of like puts it all into perspective. He understands why the culprit lit up the scene of the crime and has figured it all out. A frustrated Kogoro can't find a secret passage and asks if anyone in the room is an actual vampire as they could fly <laughs> out of here. I thought this was very funny. It was awesome. But also like a little sad too because it felt like Kogoro was like really losing it. Like I've never seen him go this far. And he started off so well. And he was just like yeah. very frustrated because he thought Yeah, he, he was it. putting it together. Poor Kogoro. He really can't do his job, can he? Like, how long has it been since he's solved a crime for On real? his own? Yeah, yeah, like the end of the first season. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kogoro. Uh, so Conan tells Kogoro to take a nap. <laughs> and then shoots him with a splotch. <laughs> Just a warning. I'm sorry. Sit down before uh, you hurt so... yourself, Kogoro. <laughs> he sounds like he's just flaming him. Uh... So, yeah, Conan uses the watch. Uh, Kogoro falls over into a, a chair, and then Kogoro does the typical, you know, voice change. And uh, he tells everyone that he was simply joking and that, uh, as Kogoro, I mean, he tells everyone that he was simply joking and that he knows who really committed the murder. It's a vampire. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> the whole is time. Is anyone here a real the vampire? The Fonzie's a vampire. That's how he looks so beautiful for all these years. And then Henry I can see Henry Wrinkler like sucking on some necks, you know. No, Fonzie like did the that all the time. Person. Yeah, yeah, but in like a sexy way. Yes, obviously. <laughs> Fonzie's Italian. Oh, Just remember that. yes, he is. That's right. Just remember, no one's gonna know what I'm talking about. His name's Fonzarelli. <laughs> yeah. Fonzarelli, mm, my favorite type of pasta. Fonzarelli. <laughs> Uh, he explains that at first he only thought Shuichi could have retrieved the stake, but that isn't the case. Anyone could have gotten it outside as they walked on air. Uh, he reveals that the bottom of the stairs by the entrance and the collection room uh, roof are the same height, so the culprit made a bridge there using a stepladder. They then walked over without leaving footprints. He says that they opened the locked door by leaving a piece of wood between the vent window and its stopper. Totokoro says that the stake was two meters away from the window, though. Uh, but Kogoro says that they used a tool like pruning shears to grab it without actually entering the room. This part came out of nowhere for me. Do you guys know what the hell he's talking about? I didn't remember pruning shears. Ever uh, yeah, because the 
at the very beginning of the episode when they enter the house, the understudy is doing yard work with shears. Is it just like in the back room? Yeah. Or is it like it's not brought okay. to anybody's attention. Okay. Cause I felt like this was sort of a cop out and maybe the not no, the most they, frustrating. They show him the, trimming a bush, you know. As one does. As one does. Trimming up the bushes. Everybody how everybody's house has some shears, man. I don't have shears, but I don't have a house. So I only have pizza rolls. <laughs> a house is not a home without some shears, as people say. So uh, Shuichi then asks how they reached the study. So Kogoro says that they just walked there and that the culprit is Totokoro. <gasps> says that, yes, big gasps. I feel like uh, at this point, like I felt glad that all of my suspicions were confirmed about that guy, but also very confused because the thing he was talking about with the sissy. Yeah, maybe he just mm-hmm. decided, like, eh, screw my sister. I, I know. I thought for a while, like, oh, uh, yeah, he just uh, had enough. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> but uh, he does. Uh, he says that Ron didn't actually stake in um, – he didn't actually see the stake in the study. Excuse me. But uh, they saw a replica of the stake. He then til- killed Totokura with the real stake and took back the fake stake while pretending to lock up the house. The proof was found in one of the closets – and says that the fake blood on it was oil paint, which is why Conan was smelling the oil. Ah, that, the Conan's hint comes back for you. At last. I was so confused, too, because they kept bringing up the oil, and I didn't know where it could possibly go, because I didn't think that oil ha- oil paint had such a specific smell. Do you guys know what that smells like? No, I don't sniff oil, man. <laughs> Those days are way behind me. <laughs> Mr. Straight Edge Tyler Treese. I was looking into, because uh, like every, I had like a one of my many midlife crises um, the other day, and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna get into fucking RC planes, man. So then I was looking to find the fucking oil that you need for it. That shit gets expensive. So then runs on like, gas. Yeah. So then it's I was not just like, like electric. Maybe I'll just do drugs. So that's what that's where <laughs> that's where I ended that's up. Where we're <laughs> yeah. Wait, why planes? I don't know. Okay. Why does cool. anyone do anything? They are cool. Are they? Fly. Are they? Never met a cool pilot. The topic of the locked room is brought up, and Kogoro says the window and footprints were purposely set up. Totokoro exited through the door and was able to lock it by using the projector. Totokoro moved the projector right in front of the door to do the trick and recreated the movie. Uh, recreated the movie scene as a way to hide it the trick involves using five meters of fill film film sorry yeah that's a thing <laughs> i should have recognized it whenever i'm reading it see this is what happens when you know uh, i'm just sort of fucking going by the fly in my pants that's not even the same uh anyways let me back up <laughs> sorry about that fly no, my <laughs> listen we don't need to dwell on it i already fucked up once anyways so let's just Let's just not think about it too much. You got this. You've done a good job reading. Yes. (sighs) The trick involves using five meters of film, uh, tying cellophane tape to the top, and then uh, passing the film behind the curtain rail and fastening uh, fastening it to the knob. Once the projector is started, it will lock the door and bring back the film. Kogoro says, unfortunately, that Totokoro, uh, the tape got stuck on the rail and was left there. Uh, there were some square marks left on it from the edge of the film, which is proof that it was used in the trick. He tells Totokura the truth, uh, as he had already admitted he was the culprit when they discovered the body. As he had said, uh, that he had heard the projector inside the soundproof room. Totokura admits to the crime and says that he killed the author. He did it because his sister had been dead for over a year, which is the crazy part. That's the explanation. She didn't receive the proper treatment and had... Uh, and he had bribed the doctor in charge to simply keep her alive rather than heal her so he could take advantage of the ghostwriting. However, Kaori's condition suddenly worsened and passed away. Todogoro only found out a month ago, and Torakura was hiding the news by telling him that he had transferred her to a hospital in America. I gotta say, this show's kind of a dick to make the, the victim and the culprit have very similar names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been tripping up left and right. I feel like while I'm reading this, I'm very confused. I feel like if you Tyler, ask me, Tyler, is that why you like, proposed that Kyle host this one? 
No, and I didn't propose <laughs> anything. Kyle just said, I'm the new host, bitch. That's what he said to me. Oh, is oh, that, right, is that right. what happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know me. Yeah, that's definitely something I would say. <laughs> I'm the new host, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a mutiny. <laughs> Colleen backed him up. Oh, yeah, man. I had you at a sword point. Yep, you had me walk the plank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sword point. Had enough of you, Tyler, Therese. You and your straight edge ways. We're all doing drugs. And your cheese deodorant. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so, yeah. Uh, he finally found out once the nurse came. Uh, and told him privately that the death was entirely preventable. Ron and Todokoro both start to cry as Conan laments the situation by saying that, quote, they say when a vampire sucks your blood, you become a vampire also. Tadokoro might have unknowingly become a vampire himself, also known as a murderer. That's the part that makes it really stupid at the end. <laughs> so, uh, like, he couldn't just let, like, that stay and he had to explain his comparison as well. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> couldn't, like, oh, well, I mean, it's a show for kids. I get it. Maybe it was necessary, but I liked the comparison up until that point. So what did you guys think of uh, Totokura being uh, being the mastermind? It was a very sad ending with his sister, you know? Mm. Yeah. Okay, or I, I, much like Young Thug, I hate when girls die. Oh. <laughs> oh, is that true? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, it really put into perspective, too, the, the villainy that this... Uh, oh, God, what's his fucking name? Not Toro, Totokoro? No, Totokura. <laughs> it really... Uh, is a good example of just like how villainous this weirdo is dressing up like freaking Dracula all the time, literally being behind young girls deaths and uh, just like extorting money left and right out of people. Maybe that's where he made all his money to begin with just extorting people. Cause I can't imagine an author being that rich. I, don't know, I bet Stephen King's pretty well. off. Yeah. Enough to have a castle. Yeah. J.K. Rowling. Let me see. Stephen King. That's yeah. That's probably true. J.K. Rowling's loaded. Stephen King house. I thought you were going <laughs> to say net worth, but like. okay. Yeah, that's where I thought it was going. I do want to know that though. Well, he lives in Banger, Maine. Banger. Yeah. Pretty fancy house. Looks like a little because it isn't like a huge place. He has like it's a castle, but it's not like gigantic you know rate it from one to ten i'm just saying i could see this being spooky and have like a little walkway there okay yeah wow this really is stephen king vibes what is the the four and the seven is that just his address i guess victorian yeah it's not a castle though well creepy enough to me yeah that's like the haunted house level it's a luigi's mansion <laughs> well one could say it's it's not quite franken's manner <laughs> yeah <laughs> right bringing up a good point so after the ending song uh kogoro says they're traveling to franken's manor which is an engineering professor's vacation home he says that the professor repeats strange experiments uh, Conan then remarks that if he has he was a werewolf, then this would be complete. So, uh, the classic universal horror tropes, man. The dark universe, as some would say. Yep. Um, Universal's dark universe. I'm a little bit sad that's not going to be like the next episode, though. To be honest, I really wish they just would go on a couple spoopy adventures, meet a Scooby Doo and gang. Yeah. And uh, have have a whole cross. But there will be a guy in a coffin. Sometime in the future. Sometime down the road. It a is guy true. will die in a coffin. <laughs> uh, the next Conan's hint will be ice. And then uh, they say for the next episode, uh, quote, the next episode is perfect for me. The scent of flower, uh, which Ron says. And then Conan says, uh, a beautiful flower might have thorns underneath. And Ron just <laughs> says, what? <laughs> Stop being so poetic, kid. <laughs> uh, is that like a compliment too is he supposed to be like oh it's so beautiful but also mean 
Oh, yeah, it's like she... a backhanded compliment. That's what it is. Yeah. Cool. Well, think about Ron. You know, she's very pretty, but she can also sting. You know, yeah, she kicks. can kick you. Got all those uh, that leg energy. Every day is leg day for Ron. <laughs> yep. My type of woman. Uh, so, what did you guys think of the episodes overall? Oh, uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies first, okay. Um. Yeah, we got menners. Menners, thanks, guys. <laughs> I like them overall. Um, they're kind of middle of the road. I did like the tribute to, like the old monster stories, Dracula and the quick little nod to werewolves and Frankenstein. I probably would have liked it a little bit more if um they used more mm. vampire lore in the actual murder because they were kind of saying like. Oh, was it a vampire because the person flew over the roof? And I was like, well, vampires aren't the only you know creatures that can fly, so why does it have to be that? Like, if it, if they brought out the sucking blood element, maybe. <laughs> I do agree. Yeah, it feels like a, the connections to the vampire stuff was, like, pretty half-baked. And I wish the, uh, they would go a little bit further with it because, like, never at any point did, like, they ever try to make you feel like for real a vampire may have committed the crime or something so uh, <laughs> well obviously vampires aren't real you dork that's what you say i don't know uh seems like a psyop <laughs> to me seems like a governmental psyop what about you tyler what did you think of the episodes you know it's not like a miss goblin you know that's clearly clearly a real thing committing murders a what it was one of the episodes you probably missed (laughs) there was a one hour special that featured the miss goblin a very memorable episode a chaos the trick was really good yeah they used water it was good Um, there's monks yeah Yeah, you should you should catch up sometime Uh, dig into our back catalog of great episodes back catalog but uh yeah I really enjoyed the episode. I like the, I liked all the vampire nods. I thought that was fun, um, and as like an original two-parter, I thought it was a really fun, you know, way to spend forty-four minutes. So no complaints for me. And not the most memorable episode. Definitely not the best two-parter we've had. But you know, like as far as anime originals go, like I really enjoyed this. I like the twist that we had of all like the vampire themed, because we don't really see too much like supernatural stuff in canon at least to this point. Right. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was smart to bring in the vampire aesthetic stuff just because, like, Conan's already got so many uh, Sherlock inspirations or whatever and Sherlock crossover with Dracula stuff from time to time. So this was fun. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, sort of the same as you guys. Not anything too spectacular, but also, you know, it wasn't bad by any stretch of the imagination. Still a very fun pair of episodes. And uh, good enough that it fooled me into thinking – it was a Oyama written right. and not, you know, some anime original bullshit. So I guess that'll do it for us over here at uh, Case Reopened. You can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at uh, Case Reopened. What is our Twitter account? <laughs> I don't want to go under- out the wrong thing. Case underscore reopened. Case underscore reopened. Uh, Tyler, is your Twitter activated at the moment? Or yeah, public? it is. So you can go follow Tyler at Tyler Therese, right? Yep. Uh, you can follow myself at Spirit and Soul S E O U L. Colleen's not on Twitter because she's smart, and uh, I guess that'll do it from us. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. 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 And remember, one truth always prevails.